0: what's going on race fans this is the race day wrap up and we are pumped to break down the foxwoods resort casino 301 at new hampshire motor speedway that went down this weekend we had another awesome finish uh kevin harvick wins his first race of the season uh just edging out denny hamlin there for the win and uh a lot of cool stuff to talk about that race was was uh harvick's Fourth win, fourth career win at New Hampshire Motor Speedway. So pretty cool event for him. And uh, obviously after a, a terrific year last year, he, he hadn't won any races. So pretty big win for him and and uh, also won us a little money this week. So uh, everybody that hopped on board the Harvick train, like I told you to, um, enjoyed a little bit of winnings. And uh, we'll also talk about uh, a few of the, the great finishers. This week and a few of the bad finishers this week and then we'll we'll kind of talk about how that affected the playoff standings and and what we had to look for in in the next six races before the playoffs start. And then we'll also take a look at uh, a few of my favorites for Pocono and and what we're going to look at. what well, we're going to look forward to next week and, and maybe a few things to keep an eye on as you watch the race or, or as the week develops when you, when you watch qualifying and practice and whatnot. So, uh, going to be an awesome episode. Thank you again to all our, uh, official sponsors, tailgate classics and, uh, one men's media podcast network. I'm also, uh, I'm actually a matter of fact, rocking a, uh, tailgate classics, Rusty Wallace t-shirt right now. So, Shout out to Tailgate Classics. Y'all are are awesome for for supporting the podcast and uh, obviously have already gotten into a couple cold ones. Um, Our unofficial sponsor, Miller Lite, is always here with us. Make sure you stock your coolers. Make sure you stock your refrigerator. Grab a cold one, put your big boy britches on, and uh, let's go racing, boys. We'll be back soon. that's right race fans that's a little bit of audio slave and not too much gets me more jacked up than audio slave in the afternoon uh but i will tell you this uh one of the few things that gets me more jacked up than audio slave in the afternoon is a uh is a close finish close nascar racing finish and uh boy oh boy did we get another one back to back close finishes um just really get me excited for what we got left in the the nascar season man a few of my favorite tracks are on the way up and are up and coming and uh you know the the drama just gets more and more as as the season moves on so uh six more races to go in in the regular season after this one and um we got another gem of a race uh at the new hampshire motor speedway this weekend and was able to go over to my buddy Clayton's house and, uh, ordered a pizza and drink some cold Miller lights and watch the race, man. It was fun just to sit back and relax and, and enjoy, uh, enjoy a nice Sunday, man. And, uh, watch some good racing. But, uh, Harvick's back in, in victory lane, which was cool to see, you know, everybody's kind of see him struggle this year it was kinda unexpected. We kinda thought he would just kinda carry that momentum from last year on to on to this season. But uh just a few things have gone wrong. Um, you know, he's in a position to win and and then something goes on wrong in pit road or gets a uh, a loose wheel or or whatever the case is, um, caution comes at it in an opportune time. So been a tough season for Harvick, even though he was kinda fairly consistent uh, with his finishes and uh, was was still kind of up there in the playoff standings. I didn't think he had anything to worry about unless there was just a tear of of winners outside the playoffs uh, towards the tail end of the season. So I didn't really think he had to worry about staying in the playoffs or staying in the playoff picture, but he, uh, he secured it. He locked himself in the playoffs this weekend and it was an awesome finish between him and, and Denny Hamlin uh that's Kevin Harvick's fourth career win at New Hampshire Motor Speedway and uh his third win in the last five starts and that that played a tad bit of a role in why I selected Kevin Harvick and not only my DraftKings lineup but picked him to win the race on uh Bavada and and one of my buddies old Craig Cook I'll give him a little shout out out there he uh he hit me up this weekend, and. And wanted to see who who I thought was going to win it, and I told him, you know, seeing Brad Keselowski get that pole, I thought the Fords would be fast. Ke, uh, Kevin Harvick's really really great driver at New Hampshire, so uh, he was my pick this week in my DraftKings lineup. I also sent him, you know, Hamlin and De Benedetto. Well, actually, he's the one that shot out De Benedetto and and pretty good qualifying showing from De Benedetto and. I knew to Hamlin be coming from the rear of the field, um, so he can get you all those points. You know, I, f- I figured he'd have a really good finish and possibly win the thing. And obviously, he was he was there to to possibly win it at the end. And so we had a pretty stacked uh, DraftKings lineup this week, other than uh, Daniel Hemrick wrecking out. Uh, we would have we would have made some real good money but we made a little bit of money this weekend off the off the overall win by harvick and then obviously a, a decent draft King showing um this weekend at new hampshire so i had a good time betting hope y'all did as well and and stay tuned for some some more picks coming y'all's way but um let's talk about this this finish man it was a Really interesting last couple laps um and it all kind of started when Harvick decided to stay out uh and not take any tires. Uh, Denny Hammond was leading and this was with about forty three, forty two laps to go. They come in and pit and uh Harvick decides to stay out thinking that thinking that, you know, they'd be in second, third or fourth. Um, and they thought a few other people would stay out with him, and everybody came down Pit Row, and Harvick ends up restarting first. So, um, and then he he didn't give up the lead except on that last lap when Denny Hamlin um, kind of gets into him a little bit, and on the on the front stretch I believe he took the lead, and then kind of battled back on the back stretch. But uh, yeah, I guess coming coming to the white flag coming out of three and four. Um, In three, Harvick went kind of low trying to get around a lap car, and that kind of opened the door for for Hamlin, who was coming on two fresh tires, and Hamlin gets to the rear of him uh, coming down the front stretch and and, uh, takes the lead from Harvick for a little bit. And then uh, down the back stretch, uh, Harvick takes the lead back, coming out of two um and and then uh there's a little contact well Hammond catches back up to him coming in turn three and and coming out of turn four he he gets into the outside of him which i thought was kind of awkward um probably not the best route to take if you're if you're trying to win it but uh in hamlin's defense man he was he was racing him clean and i think with the I think Denny's trying to to gain some some fans back and and kind of get in the good graces of NASCAR fans. He can't really just keep wrecking people out of races. Um, and not not saying that he has been. I just think that uh, going back to the Logano situation, going back to the um, Chase Elliott situation at Martinsville, um, he wanted to race somebody he respected and maybe. Uh, maybe they're a little bit better friends than I know. Um, you know, race, uh, race Harvick a little bit cleaner and, and uh, go for it that way. So I respect them for racing them clean, and we got a hell of a finish either way. So a uh, really cool, really cool finish. Uh, 0.442 seconds was the difference between Harvick and Denny Hamlin, and that's the fifth closest finish all time at New Hampshire Motor Speedway um and the seventh different winner in the last seven races this season so over the, the last few races and last last seven races uh this season we've had a different winner uh so that's pretty cool um and hope hope that trend continues cuz i love seeing fresh faces and and new winners each week um kind of compared to what we had last year which three guys kind of ran away with it um until the tail end of the season um but yeah, we uh, Kyle Bush ended up leading the most laps this race with 118. Denny Hamlin led 113 laps and then Harvick led the last 41 laps. Um, your top 10 was Harvick Hamlin, Eric Jones, Ryan Blaney, Matt DiBenedetto with the top five, baby. Martin Truex Jr., Ryan Newman, Kyle Bush, Joey Logano, and Keselowski rounding out that top 10. Uh, solid finish for Ryan Newman, who started back in 26, wrecked a backup car, or had to had to bring in a backup car after wrecking in practice, and um, really good finish for him, finishing in seventh, and that helped him out in the playoffs that we'll talk about a little bit later. De Benedetto is on absolute fire, third, top eight finish since June started, um, second top five finish of the season, qualified seventh then raced up front for most of the most of the race, staying in that top ten area and, and you know, uh, clean air is really, really important with this new package. So uh taking two tires late really helped him get that valuable track position and, and stay in clean air for the tail end of the race. So really, really awesome to see him get a good finish in that Levine Levine family racing. Uh, Bob Levine and, and all those boys have uh have really been have rebounded from last year and and really been strong the last few races so um props to them man uh again had a really good time watching this race and and uh, congratulations to harvick so we'll be back soon uh we're gonna listen to a little bit more uh, audio slave and we will be back to break down the playoffs and the pocono race upcoming thanks boys Oh yeah, man! Like I said, dude, hard to beat. Little audio slave during the afternoon, but uh, playoff time, man! It's uh, creeping up on us. We got six six races left, and and after the New Hampshire race, uh, we had a, a good bit of mixing up in uh, the playoff standings, and um, that'll happen when you when you got a guy that uh, locks himself in the playoffs, even though kind of Harvick was. It was already secured uh like I said earlier but um Joe Ligano is currently in front of Kyle Busch by 3 points for first place so those guys are kind of battling it out for the regular season title and and that'll be something cool to watch I think Kyle Busch is is one of your favorites at Pocono and and Bristol and then I think uh Joe Ligano is is one of your favorites at Michigan and uh Indianapolis so uh two drivers to look out for as they battle it out for the regular season championship only three points apart uh demi denny hamlin after a second place finish moved up one spot to fourth place uh keselowski then dropped back to fifth place uh he finished tenth but man he didn't finish second so denny Hamlin they're pretty close points wise and and swapped positions there eric amarola with the stage win uh at new hampshire ends up moving up one spot up to ninth and bumping down Alex Bowman, one spot to tenth. Uh, Ryan Newman and Eric Jones both move up two spots. Uh, Newman moving from outside of the playoff picture into the playoff picture. Um, And Jones just moving up two spots, kind of securing his spot in the playoffs a little bit more, making it a little bit more comfortable for uh, old Eric Jones there. Uh, Clint Boyer drops down two spots, a little little hairy situation for him sitting there in 16th after a tough finish um, at New Hampshire, man. He was really, really looked strong. He was racing up front for most of the race and then uh, got into a little bit of trouble and and uh, could never respond from that, but but still finished um, and uh, still was in the playoffs sitting there on the cutoff line in 16th. Tough news for Jimmy Johnson drops down two spots now. Currently sitting outside of the playoffs in seventeenth. So, uh, for y'all Jimmy Johnson fans, the seven-time champ uh, really needs to turn it on here to try to secure himself into the playoffs. I mean, this guy, this guy goes for championships. He's not. He shouldn't be fighting to get into the playoffs. It's the seven-time champ, Jimmy Johnson. Uh, should be in the playoffs by now. Uh, not not battling it out to to try to make it there. So um, you got Pocono, Watkins Glen, Michigan, Bristol, Donington, and then wrapping it up with Indianapolis before we head on into the playoffs. So a lot of really cool races to look forward to. And um, Pocono next weekend. So I'm going to give you a, a tad bit of information on Pocono and and let you kind of know what I what I think and maybe who my favorites are and maybe a few things to watch out for throughout the race week and the weekend but like i just said man Kyle Busch is is always strong at Pocono and and he's got to be somebody that you're going to um peg to win this thing uh you know if you got a got a couple bucks to throw on Kyle Busch i i would um now he's going to have pretty pretty shitty odds as far as winning money i mean he should be one of the favorites so I don't know if Kyle Busch is a guy that I'm going to throw 200 bucks on to win Pocono. Um, but maybe 5 bucks, 10 bucks, something like that to, to try to try to get you a, a quick come up. Um, but if it's not going to be Kyle Busch win this one, I think we're going to have a driver that has not won this year and lock himself into the playoffs. So those two drivers, I'm going to go ahead and say Eric Jones and Clint Boyer. Uh, both are have had some pretty strong races at Pocono in the last few years and uh, both have raced for strong teams and uh, got good programs and I think are kind of turning it on at the right point Clint Boyer had a little hiccup last week but Eric Jones has been on fire and Clint Boyer two weekends ago had a had a real good finish so I would uh I would take a look at those guys and check out the odds when it gets a little bit closer to uh race time. So, Eric Jones, Clint Boyer. Uh, Ryan Blaney another driver you might want to take a look at. Won his first cup race at Pocono two, three years back. And, um, you know, he's he's been the strongest Penske car over the last few races, I believe. Uh, so, keep an eye on him. Um, you don't have that traction compound out there um, that's going to allow for a few options for the teams. I mean, they're going to be able to to race tough and 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 have a little bit more traction out there um at the tricky triangle so especially check out turn three uh these guys should be able to battle pretty hard in turns and uh i'm excited to see what uh the traction compound will do to the racing especially with the new package um so that'll be something interesting to watch and uh which teams are going to go for the stage points and try to battle into the playoffs i mean these guys right there about twelfth on back are gonna really have a, a decision to make are they gonna go for the win or are they going battle are they gonna battle for stage points and and do some strategy stuff to just get those stage points and and make sure they're they're finishing solid for each stage and then obviously be there in the top ten for for the last few laps uh going for the win so a lot of really cool stuff to to take a look at at Pocono. Uh, stay tuned on Instagram and Twitter for uh, maybe my more official picks once we get uh, get through with practice and qualifying. But super pumped for Pocono. Really enjoyed the New Hampshire race. Congratulations to Kevin Harvick. I appreciate everybody's support, especially our official sponsors, One Men's Media and Tailgate Classics. Um, we'll be back next week. Drink cold, Miller Lite. Peace. The podcast you just heard was made using Anchor.